Hi, my happy enders. It is another week. Boop, boop, boop. And it's another year now. Um, although I recorded these before the year. But hey, 2020, we're all Barbara Walters this year. So um, this episode is very cool because I have Jessica Wellington, who is the first female door guy at the comedy store. This bitch broke glass ceilings. And um, she's amazing. She's super funny. Um, she's very nice. She has a adorable dog named Olive, who I adore and have actually bought clothes for because I'm pathetic. Um, but Jessica has opened for Bert. She's opened for Eliza Schlesinger. She's opened for anyone. She's very assertive and will ask anyone. She has balls of steel, which is fucking awesome. And I love her. So I hope you guys enjoy. Once again, thank you, Care by Design for your CBD lotion. You guys are fucking amazing and I appreciate everything you do for me, you guys. I really do appreciate that. Um, please like, click, subscribe, comment. Send me an email at joyshappyendings at gmail.com and enjoy. Get undressed, get under the sheets. Ooh, you're in for a treat. No, I promise this is not a dream. It's just a happy ending with Joy Eileen. Do you smell good? All right. Are you ready? I don't know why I decided to sing to you, but we just did that. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Jessica Wellington, <laughs> and I'm on the massage cast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I'm putting the CBD on you, the stuff. Have you had this stuff yet? No. Oh, I'm... my God. So it's by Care by Design. Is it going to help with aches and pains? Yes, the stuff. It. I put it on my wrist at night because I massage so much, especially doing oh, this yeah. now. Because it used to be, like, Thursday is my day off from the massage, but then oh. I still do it here. So I'm massaging six days a week now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. You have to take a break every now and again. I know. I know. My husband's like, you're going to die, and then you're going to leave me with three kids. And then we have rules, too, because I'm like, if I die and you remarry, she can't be skinnier than me. Yeah. She can't be prettier than me, and she can't be blonde. So, what if it's a dyed blonde? <laughs> no, no blondes. What if she's not blonde when he marries her, and then they get together and she dyes it blonde? Then I'd have to become a ghost and kill her. I could totally be like a really mean ghost. I feel like it'd be easy to be a mean ghost. I think so too. But I don't know, like half the time they're just like turning on light switches and you're like, ooh, that's scary. Right. And ghost is like, I'm just learning how to live again. I'm going to be the first helpful ghost. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm going to, you know, you're going to forget to set your alarm. Uh -huh. I'm going to make sure it goes off when it's time to get up. Well, that's sweet. You can go to work. Okay. You know? Or, like, push people out of the way of oncoming traffic. Right. Okay. So you wouldn't be a ghost, you'd be an angel. Okay. Uh, well, no, because I never left Earth. I'm in purgatory. You think Earth is just purgatory? I don't know. I'm just going by what the books say. Oh, God. Because <laughs> an angel 
technically would have to go to heaven and then come back down. Am I right? I don't know. I forgot all about that teaching. <laughs> when I got away from my family, I was like, I'm done. And then they don't like me, so that's cool. You remember that movie with John Travolta where he's an angel? Michael. Michael, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he went to heaven and came down. I think he did. And then Nick Cage was an angel in the Goo Goo, Goo what is it? The Goo Goo Dolls Iris song That's the only with it? Meg Ryan. Oh shit. Ah oh, fuck. I don't remember what it's called, but I know it was Meg Ryan and Nick Cage. What was it called? The only thing I remember is the Goo Goo Dolls. They had that song, and they put that in the song or in the movie. Hmm. You don't remember? Oh, you're younger I don't remember than me. that. You're younger than me, though, huh? I'm 35. Mm, I'm 38. So. I mean, I just don't, I don't have a good memory. No? Mm-mm. Okay. Which, forget some things, this is good. <laughs> See, I have the memory where it's just disgusting. Because, like, John will be like, I don't remember. And I'm like, yeah, you were wearing this, and you were standing like this. And he's like, fuck. Ugh. That's why I was so good in school, is because I could read a book and then remember, like where sentences were in paragraphs. So I'd be like, "Oh, okay, it's right here." <gasps> but like spatially, I'm really bad. Like if somebody's like, "Oh, I have a 300 blah 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 square foot house," I'm like, "I don't know what that means." That's well, that's tiny. See, I yeah. I'll tell you that that's tiny. I wouldn't even know. Or when people are like, "Oh, I have an acre," I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, ate a lot. That's pretty standard. So where did you grow up? Um, stop talking about me. North Carolina and Florida. Okay. Where in North Carolina? A place called Mount Olive. It's where the pickles come from. Okay. I think that's what we're best known for. Maybe this time of year we do have a turkey plant, but I think that's technically in Dudley. Or Warsaw. I can't remember now. But we have the pickles. We have the pickle festival every year. <gasps> that sounds amazing. Yeah. When I was in the Air Force, I tried to come back every year and just make it for the pickle festival. <laughs> You're like, this is important? Right. How long were you in the Air Force? Six years. Were you ever stationed in Lubbock? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ask that? Okay, so my dad was in the Air Force. And at one point, he went from Germany to Lubbock, Texas. And then him and my mom got together, had sex, had me, got married. Um, <laughs> in that order. Yeah. And um, when I was 19, I met a guy online and dropped out of college and moved to Lubbock, Texas. So I had to tell my dad that I dropped out of college and like got rid of my scholarships and everything. And <laughs> was moving. And he's like, where in Texas? And I was like, Lubbock. And he was like, Lubbock? I was stationed in Lubbock. Blah. And he, <laughs> he was like, that's where you were conceived, you dummy. He's like, it was the worst place. And there's actually a song called Happiness is Lubbock in the Rearview Mirror. Uh. So, yeah, it was like a circle of life thing. So I was like, oh, were you stationed in Lubbock? Did you live with the guy? Yeah, for three years. Oh, damn. He beat the shit out of me. Fuck that. Uh, I wrote a book about him, and then I killed him and ruined his family, so that was cool. 
<laughs> What's his first name? Don. Don? Don. My roommate's name is Don right now. Oh, is he a guy or a girl? Girl. I'm a guy. Okay, so it's the D-O-N. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don. But in the book, his name is Eric, which is his dad, or no, his brother's middle name. <laughs> Eric? Uh-huh. Oh. Don Eric. Don Eric. Three years in Lubbock, Texas. And then I... But I had so much money in Texas because I was working at AT&T and I was making like $15 an hour. Were you doing that internet sports shit? No, I was, um, no, I was doing, um, call center. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, you didn't do, you didn't help people with their internet? No, I helped them with their, like, phone their bills. bills. Like, I was around when, like, text messaging first started. Oh, because I did internet support from home, but for Embark. Ah, now CenturyLink in Florida. No, it was called Converges. I did it in North Carolina, too. Converges? Mm-hmm. For AT&T. Yep. That's funny. And it was off. I was the 10-year department, so when you're like, I want to speak to a supervisor, it'd be me. <laughs> and they, It was so weird having to work with people on the phone. You can't see what they're doing. This one guy had me baffled forever. We were on the phone for so long. And he's like, I just, I can't type in my password. And I'm like, I asked him early on, you know, the keyboard's working, is your keyboard plugged in? You know, he's like, yep. He's like, I can put in my, my username. And I was like, you mean you typed it in, you didn't have it auto-populate or anything like that? He's like, no, I typed in my, my username. And I just couldn't figure it out. And then finally, he was like, oh, it's unplugged. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God. That's what I said 30 minutes ago. Yeah. My favorite is when they'd call and they'd be like, my phone's not working. And he'd be like, okay, are you? where's your phone? I have it right here. You're not on your phone. No. Okay, what I need you to do is turn it off and on three times and they'd hang up on you and you'd be like, bye-bye. What an idiot. Ugh. And I had this one old guy once, and he talked so slow, and I had already fixed his problem. I just needed him to stop talking so I could tell him. So I put him on mute, and I was like, come on, come on. And then I unmuted it, and I was like, come on. And he goes, don't you come on me, young lady. I was like, oh, shit. I'm fired. Don't come on me. Don't you come on me, young lady. I was like, uh, I didn't. Sorry. And then one guy, he was like, my fraternity brothers threw me in the pool. What should I put my phone in the oven to dry it out? What? Uh-huh. He didn't do that, did he? He did. It was my best friend. She took that call. And she's like, put it on 350 until it's bubbly. Oh, my God. <laughs> she almost got fired for that one. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, don't do that, you dummy. Ooh, I like your nails. Look at you all fancy. I did it myself. I don't get to do my nails. Why not? Because I have to cut them. But you can still paint them. Yeah, but I have to cut them like almost every day and then it gets all messed up. Because I don't want to scratch people. And I don't want people's DNA in my... Ugh. I'm sure it's still there though. Thanks for that. <laughs> uh, I, bet I bet you have a lot of people's DNA. Yeah. All over you. Thanks. 
<laughs> so what other jobs did you have? I worked at Taco Bell. That was my first like on the books job. Okay. And that was horrible. The only thing good about it was we would get high behind the dumpster. They didn't drug test. I never got high. And then oh okay. I did the show last night. Uh the gateway show. Uh-huh. The improv. And, you know, I don't smoke like I used to. Plus, weed is way different now. I've heard. And I am not one to be able to smoke and go on stage. Well, the whole premise of the show is to do such. Uh-huh. You know, so my first set was good, and I was felt fine and everything. And then I got super high. I mean, I almost smoked a whole joint myself, which is a lot for me. Right. And especially, I only smoke at home. I don't like smoking with a lot of people around, especially doing comedy. And I, I think it went well. Um, yeah. I can't 100% tell, but all I know is I just went on a tangent about mangoes. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Like, I didn't talk about anything else for seven minutes. But mangoes. But mangoes. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I guess I'll have to see the tape. That's funny. The first time we saw Brian Callen... It was when we were sitting up front, it was in the Laugh Factory, and he did a 15-minute set on John, and he kept calling him Beard Man, and he's like, Beard Man, you should only eat mango shirtless and let the juice drip down your... (laughs) And then he left, and then Harlan Williams got on, and he's like, I heard there was a mango eater out here. Oh, what are the odds? It was so funny. I guess everybody, a lot of people like mangoes. I guess. <laughs> well, um, who was it? Brian Scalaro was a mango. He was a mango? And he was a mango in the Snapple commercial. Really? Uh-huh. Huh. There's no mango in the Fruit of a Loom, huh? I don't think so. I know there's, there's an apple, there's grapes. There's an orange. Is there an orange? I don't know. There's four of them, right? I don't know. Which wouldn't make sense. Like, you'd think it'd be, like, a banana and an orange and maybe a lime because one of the nuts is always smaller than the other. Oh. See, that fruit combo doesn't go to me. <laughs> My head, that's, that says, no, that doesn't, that doesn't work. Or an egg. Let's go eggplant. That's not a fruit. That's not a fruit. Okay. Is one a strawberry? No. I don't know. I know that there's the grapes, and I know there's an apple. Well, I'm going to have to know this after this. (laughs) Okay, we'll Google it. Okay, so Taco Bell. Um, I worked at the Waffle House. I worked at a Dairy Queen. I worked at UPS Freight. (gasps) Did you get the UPS socks? No. I got a little truck somewhere. I think it was in third way. I used to harass our UPS driver because I wanted his socks. And my mom, you had to tell My mom was like, Joy, you need to stop. Yeah. And I was like, the socks are so cool. And she's like, leave him alone. You know, you can get your own. Not then, but I'm sure I could now. Like, I could just go online and be like, UPS socks. Well, do they say UPS? Or yeah, and they're brown. Oh. They just looked really cool. And when he'd come in and he was wearing, you know, his little shorts, his brown shorts, and he had his socks, I was like, oh, I want to 
buy your socks. My mom's like, you can't just ask people for their socks. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I've done a lot of weird things. I've asked a lot of things about people. Like, hey, can I have? And then when did you go in the Air Force? Um, three weeks after high school. Damn. I teach at weddings part-time in Vegas. <gasps> That's fun. Did you ever see anything, like, awful? Mm, not that comes to mind. Like a bridesmaid having sex with the groom? No, never seen that. Damn it. Um, no. How long did you live in Vegas, then? For four years. Okay. Yeah, it was fun. It was for a company called Good Vibrations. Was Shout it, out. Was it? Oh, that was the DJ company. Mm -hmm. Damn it. What? I thought it was like a sex company. I'm like, ooh, fancy. Nope. But I remember we used to play this game. You know, when they do the, the garter bouquet? Uh-huh. So the guy would be taking off the garter, and I would make him put his hands behind his back, you know, put the, the blindfold on, and then he'd have to do it with his teeth. Uh-huh. Right? So there, he starts it off, and right away, he starts using his hands. And I hadn't been doing it very long, so the words out of my mouth were, What are you doing, cheating already? <laughs> Luckily, they were cool, and I guess didn't have any cheating problems, thank goodness. <laughs> they were cool about it, but that could have went really bad. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I like to stick my foot in my mouth a lot. Can you do that physically? I can. As big as I am, I can put my leg over my head. You can do that still? Yeah, but only one at a time. And it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of movement. And it's not pretty, but I can do it. And it's like quick because then I'm like, my hip's gonna pop out. Look, look, look. And then I'm like, help, help, help. Oh, wow. <laughs> Probably shouldn't be doing that anymore. How often do you do it? Not very often. I and mean, we've been married for 12 years. I don't need to do that stuff anymore. Right. I'm like, you know what it is, you've seen it. It's yours. <laughs> Collect it when you want. So, is the routine that you do here the same that you do on all your agents? No. I mean, obviously, minus the lights and cameras and talking. I actually try not to give the same massage twice. Why is that? Because, like, even if it's the same patient, because I've had the same patients coming in for 12 years, once a week. And even though like they have their trouble spots, they still have specific things that happen to them that week. So I try and work out different things. So, you know, and this is a little bit different. Like I don't go as hard on you guys because I want you to be able to talk. And, you know, I don't have as much time. I normally don't flip you guys over, mm -hmm. so. But I like doing this so much more than the chiropractor because I get to talk <laughs> and I don't have to be professional and it's nice. Oh, you work at a chiropractor's office? Yeah, I worked at a chiropractor's office for 12 years. Mm. Yep. Fresh out of massage therapy school. Like, hey! The thing about the chiropractor, what a sweet job. 
I want to be a chiropractor. They make a shit ton of money. Yeah, and look, you get to have your massage therapist hired. They mm -hmm. come in. You don't even have to do that part. You just come in and you pop them a little bit. Maybe look at some x-rays and say, bada bing, bada boom. Yep. And then you don't give your massage therapist a raise for 12 years. And you only pay her. You don't get tipped in that scenario. I do. I have, a, but some people don't realize it. Which I wouldn't think so because I would think, oh, she's working at a doctor's office. Which sucks because, like, if you work at a spa, and I've had spas, like, come work for us, come work for us. And, like, spas, I'd make, like, 65 an hour. Where at the chiropractor's office, I'm only making 25. Right. So, like, pe same people are like, I don't want to tip at a chiropractor because she works at a doctor's office. And I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> right. There's, like, a part of me that's thinking, like, oh, she's getting some of the insurance. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Well, they used to let me, like, log the insurance payments, and then I think they realized, like, oh, that's a bad idea because she's seen how much we're making off of her. And so they stopped that pretty quick. Because <laughs> I'm all, wait. <laughs> but I get to pick up my kids from school every day. I don't have to wear shoes. I can't massage with shoes on. I have to massage barefoot. So Why? I don't know. I get too hot in shoes. So at a spa, they'd make you wear shoes? Probably. And then they wouldn't let me talk. Like, some of my patients are family. Like, they, I've had patients who have come to, like, my shows. I've had patients, you know, so it's a give and give. <laughs> wow. And their people are like, don't leave. But You know I went to massage therapy school. I did not know that. I did. For a, a good while, and I was almost done, but I got a fun to had arthritis and shit, and I was like, oh, this ain't gonna work out. Mm -mm. Plus, I uh, even when I was smaller, skinnier, I, I sweat profusely. Okay. So as soon as I would start massaging, I would sweat so much that it was difficult to not sweat on people. Right. And I was like, this ain't gonna work out. Well, it's scary. Like, there's times I've had to massage with tissue stuffed up my nose so I don't snot on them. <laughs> Like, yeah, because if you're sick, fuck, mm. it sucks. It sucks. But I've also had people like drool on my feet, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. You've had people fart on me. So, you know, it's a glamorous life. Mm -hmm. So, after massage therapy school, was that before or after Air Force? It was during. During? Mm hmm. Yeah, in Vegas. How long were you in the Air Force? Six years. You said that already. And where'd you go? Did you go anywhere fun? Uh, I was stationed in Vegas, and then, was, well, first two years was in England. Okay. Then I went to Vegas, and then, you know, in that time, I did uh, almost six months in Qatar and nearly four months in Iraq. Damn. I had a friend who lived, who was in Afghanistan. He was in the army, and he called me from like the watchtower. And I'm like, I don't want my number on the government phones. I'm like, you're gonna get in trouble. Ugh. And I'm like, well, how is it? And he's like, well, we have Burger King in Baghdad. Yeah. And I'm like, that's all. This is that's it. And he's like, yeah, it was really cool. 
Burger King? Have you ever had Burger King? That's what I had my first massage when I was in Qatar, dude. Oh, really? I forgot about that shit. That was my first massage ever. And it was like this Korean woman. And um, I really didn't know how massage works. A lot of times I will take off my underwear, you know, depending. Uh Uh-huh. I'm at this comedy store, so I was like, I'm not taking my underwear off today. I get it. But, like, the first massage, I didn't know how it worked. So I kept my underwear and undergarments on. And got on the table. The bra too? I think I had my sports bra on. Okay. And she seemed annoyed by this. Uh, Again, I didn't know. Right. So she just like took it. She didn't even say anything. She just took my underwear and like shoved them down and went to work. And I was like, fuck, dude, what is this? Is this how this is supposed to go? I just rolled with it. There you go. No happy ending after? No. <laughs> she works for the government. She better not, I guess. Ah. They have, wait, they have massage therapists that work for the government? Well, she was working on the base. Oh, fuck. So for her to have a shop. Yeah? I mean, I guess they could get away with it. I don't know. Maybe. That's weird. Like, some of the places massage... I did... A massage, like a chair massage at a shooting range once for a charity. Yeah, that's weird. It was awful. But <laughs> I guess if you're trying to get marksman or some shit, maybe it would help to loosen up first. I guess, but like, there are old, old men and they're holding these rifles and they're all shaky and I'm like, oh, you're going to shoot me. Like, I'm a good target. I'm a good sized target. You're going to fuck. And, like, every time a gun would go off, I'd jump. It was bad. (laughs) And they called me the next year, and they're like, Hey, Joy, we really enjoyed you. Do you want to come back? And I'm all, Nope. (laughs) Thank you. Unless you guys pay me double, (laughs) there's no way. And they were all sweaty because it was a really hot day. And they just had me under an easy up, but I was standing in the dirt and oh, it's just, it was gross. And I had to carry my chair like a good quarter mile. I'm all, this is, can I not? The lady's all, you see the easy up up on the hill? And I'm all, uh-huh. She's like, that's where you are. Oh, and I had to carry it all, right? And she's like, yep. Got it. Again, lady. <laughs> Again. Okay, so after Air Force, when did you decide comedy then? Uh, not for a few years after the Air Force. Okay. I went to North Carolina, tried to stay there. It was way too slow. Nothing was happening. I was like, I can't stay here. So I went down to Florida, thinking it would be better. <laughs> it was very slow, but I happened to be there when my mom died, so that all worked out. And then um, I moved to Sacramento to try and help a friend out. And while I was in Sacramento, I looked up a comedy club just to go watch. Right. And that's when I realized they they had uh, improv classes and open mic. And I was like, you mean anybody can do this? (laughs) I can touch that thing? Right. Because the first comedy show I ever went to was in the Air Force. They gave us free tickets. And it was for uh, Dennis Miller at Caesar's Palace. Okay. Um, which I enjoyed. It was fun. 
tell you a dirty secret though. Oh, please. I'm probably more ashamed of this than I am a lot of other things. Oh. I've done a lot of stupid, stupid, shameful things. Please do tell. I heckled. Wait, what? I heckled. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I was a heckler. I was an idiot. <laughs> but it was Dennis Miller, so it's okay. Well, luckily it was up in the balcony. It didn't make a big impact. <laughs> Do you remember what you were saying? I have no clue what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> I was just adding to a shit trying to be funny. <laughs> Had no clue. <sighs> it was so stupid. That makes me love you even more. <laughs> I heckled at an open mic the other night. And I think I made it better. <laughs> yeah, I did. That's when I went to the the comedy spot in Sacramento. I went to their open mic. I fucking heckled. Uh huh. Again, I didn't know what bitch I was being. <laughs> well, I get. I'm there, and one guy. Well, I don't think I heckled. He asked a question. Well, and there was like okay. ten of us in the room, and he's like, "What's the polite amount of come to come?" And I go, one swallow. Because I think that's the polite. You don't have to swallow twice. It's just one. Yeah, you want to take it like a, a shot. Yeah, and you can deal with it. There's no, it's just one swallow. That's that's a good amount of cum. And he was like, really? And I'm like, yeah. So we had a whole conversation. But then the last guy gets up and he goes, I'm an LA8. And I go, you're talking Louisiana, right? Yeah. <laughs> And he got, and then I apologized. He got very upset. So I saw him on Monday and I'm like, hey, you know, I probably. Maybe you walked over his, maybe that was his joke. No, 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 because I was like, hey, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have heckled. I'm sorry. And he goes, no, it's fine. I know I'm an LA8. <laughs> what a dumbass. I don't know if you know who Ian Russo is, but yeah. um, he calls himself the rooster. And that is who said that. And I was like, okay. If you think you're in L.A., you go. I'm proud of you. <laughs> so, but I don't know. I actually, I was telling John, I was like, because as soon as I started talking, everybody else, of course, because then they're like, oh, we can all talk. And I was like, I'm going to do an open mic where we just all heckle each other. And he's like, yeah, that wouldn't be chaos or anything. I'm like, yeah, that's true. It would probably go great. It would get bad, but damn it, it's fun. And people could work on their crowd working skills. Yeah, I know. people would go nuts. I know. You did start getting out personal grudges. <laughs> that is very true. I just need to start a show, though. Yeah, do something. I need to start getting state more stage time. And that's the way to do it. Now, how did you get out here then? Uh, I was pretty ignorant coming out here too, to be honest with you. Okay, I was, yeah. I remember telling, because I worked at the comedy club there, the comedy spot in Sacramento, and I loved it. I loved the, you know, me and the owner and, and his girlfriend and all that. We're still really good friends and they're amazing people. And that's probably the, the thing I miss the most uh, about it is missing them. And the, and the awesome people there. But I was like, you know what? I want to be on TV. And 
I want to do stand-up, and I want to do comedy. I've got to move to L.A. And I said, you know, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll just get a part-time job at the comedy store or something like that. <laughs> like, I literally told Brian this, and he was like, okay. I had no clue how hard it was to get a job here. No clue. But I had that goal, so and you I eventually fucking, got it. You fucking did it. Not only are you on TV, you're on a, in a movie. Yeah, I'm excited about this year. I think Knockwood, it's going to be good. It's going to be fucking amazing. I got a few things coming out, and I think it's really going to pump up my reel, and hopefully... Well, that's what happens, too. I was talking to... who was, I was massaging some guy who's in Hollywood. I don't know. He does something. And he was like, what happens is people, when they start getting more like acting jobs more and more they get more and more so like when somebody's popular that's when they start getting more and more and i'm like what about the other people (laughs) although i don't want to be on a movie or tv i don't have the face for it i'm really good for radio but what do you what do you want to do um what i'd like to do is stand up and also i'd really like my books to be movies oh that that would be cool. That would be fun. To see, like, my... Because I have the books... The first ones that I wrote, it's a rock band. So it's four guys in a band. And to see, like, my boys on stage, that'd be so fucking cool. That would be. That would be. So, I mean, I like writing and stand-up. I'd love to be able to quit the massage there. I'd love to be able to quit the chiropractor and just do this podcast and then write. Right. Like that. If I could do anything, that's what I would do. I'm starting to snot. Good. That means I've got your lymphatic system moving. (laughs) That's good. I've got you. You've got a lot of knots. Yeah. How many have you had, do you think? Um, I've had a handful. Yeah, okay. I, I like to get a massage. Uh, I'd probably get my feet massaged more than I do anything else. Because mm. I'm a bigger gal, and you on them a lot, and I have arthritis too. So I like to go to the foot massage place. Okay. See, I don't... I have a scar across my foot that I can't stand being touched. I'm, like, even talking about it, I'm like, Ugh. So... But massages are out for me. I'm like, you can touch one. <laughs> Just don't touch the other one. Oh, I love foot massages. I used to, I remember when I was a kid, I was so weird. I would get a <laughs> bottle of lotion and then have my dad put his feet up on the recliner. I'm like, let me give you a foot massage. <laughs> and he hated his feet being touched, just like you. But I still was like, no, we're doing this. This is happening. You're going to enjoy it. Now relax. <laughs> See, my grandma used to make me massage her, and she hated me, but that was the only time, like, she liked me. So I'd be like, okay, grandma, I'll give you a massage. Just, just please like me. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of sad. It's, <laughs> yeah. I had a weird, I think all of us have weird childhoods. Oh, yeah. Like, I was telling, because I, my parents own their own small business, so one side was, like, the 
small engines, like my dad would fix lawnmowers and stuff like weed eaters. And the other side was the bait and tackle. And like there was snacks and bait and like I'd have to get the worms out when people bought worms and I'd have to catch the minnows when they wanted minnows. Well, that's fun. And everybody's like, that's how you grew up? I'm like, yeah, didn't everybody? <laughs> you didn't hustle people in the pinball machine for candy? Like, <laughs> until your dad told you you can't do it anymore because people were complaining? <laughs> uh, uh. This little ragamuffin girl with her ears sticking out of her hair. I'm like, hey, you want to play pinball? <laughs> Aww. My dad's like, Joey, don't do that. Well, fine. <laughs> I remember going to fish. We had a lake, a hundred house in Florida. And, uh, we went fishing out there, but I would just sit and play with the worms. <laughs> I loved it. Now, do you have any brothers and sisters, or is it just you? Well, I'm the only one with my mom and dad. Okay. But I have a little sister that my mom had. I have a... Two older brothers from my dad and an older sister from my dad. Now, were you raised with any of them? or? Yeah, my brother lived with us. I remember him living with us up until I was like five or six. Okay. Or seven. My sister lived with us when I was really little. I don't remember her being there as much. Because it was like until I was 30 or something. Uh-huh. Um, but I remember my brother. But it was a big age difference, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I was like four or five and he was 17. Oh, damn. Yeah. Are you the youngest? Uh, for my dad. Okay. Yeah. Do you get along with any of them or are you just kind of doing your own thing? Yeah, I mean, we don't talk a whole lot. kind of keep up with, on Facebook. My brother, the brother that I've lived with, he's dead. Okay. My other brother, the older one, I didn't meet him until I was in my 20s. My dad had him when he was 15. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so I didn't meet him until late. He seems to be doing good. Now, are they all like, oh my God, when they see you on TV, do they get all excited? They seem to be that way on, on Facebook and stuff, but who really knows? I don't know. I got all excited. In fact, on Black Friday, we were in Target, and my sister-in-law was picking up the mule, and she's like, oh, I want to see this movie. I'm like, I know somebody in that movie. Aww. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I do. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it was cool. It's cool. Like, when you see people on TV, I'm like, oh, I know them. <laughs> now, you were the first door girl here, right? Yeah. That's so fucking cool. How did you get in? Was it with Adam? I worked for a show that we're not going to mention because I'm not happy with him. Okay. Um, for about a year that's here. Um, and they had me out front directing people where to go. Okay. And uh, while I was there, I was like, because I kept saying I wanted a job here. Uh-huh. And I made that very clear to everybody that I was looking to get a job here. And Fury was like, I don't know what to tell you, dude. They don't, they don't hire women. You know? And I was like, okay, well, we'll see. <laughs> so while I'm out there directing people where to go, I just started checking IDs. 
Because I was like, I could do this. I did this in the Air Force. Uh-huh. I just to show them I could do it. And then they got me the audition in front of Adam, and Adam said, okay, and I got the job. That's fucking cool. Like, you started something. Yeah, it's really awesome. I mean, it was time. It was, I agree. It was definitely time. There's no reason that women could be working the door here. And there's, like, been three now, right? Yeah. That's so cool. Like, that was you. You started that. That's yeah. fucking cool. You're a fucking trailblazer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you went the smart way. You didn't go the chicken tender route. Which is not the smart way, by the way. It's the harder way. I don't know if you knew that or not, but um, the chicken tender route does not work. <laughs> I went the chicken tender route, just different. Oh, yeah. My God. Because it's right there. I'm in the kitchen, and it's right there. And I'm like, don't eat it, don't eat it, while I'm chewing on it. I'm like, <sighs> yeah, that's got to be rough, too, no, like being so close and, and not getting up. Like you want to, too. Yeah, I mean... It's got to still be helpful, though. It is, but I also don't push as much. Like, I know... I how know, long have you been doing it? Uh, on and off four years. You're still really new. I'm still really new. And when I say on and off, I mean a lot of off. Because, I one, I didn't understand open mics. Like, I, I didn't know what I was doing. And... I still kind of don't. Like, I'm finally, I think, starting to get the hang of it. And I don't like asking people for things at all. And so, and I know there's times, like, if I went up to the people hosting Potluck and I was like, hey, can I get up? I know they would, or they'd try at least. Right. But I don't have that confidence yet to ask them. So, a lot of it's me. I'm just taking the very slow route. <laughs> Yeah, if you're going to be very off like that, you know, you just keep, that's the thing, you just got to keep doing it. Uh-huh. I mean, this year was the year I did it more than I've ever done it. And next year, like, I really want to start a show, because there's no shows in Santa Clarita. There's been a few. But there's, like, there's no open mics. Um, we have JR's, which is a book show, which I actually did get to do Saturday. So, yay, I get to feature. Yay! And um, yep. we have the canyon. Okay. And I tried, I was told the canyon because I was like, you know, I know a lot of fantastic comedians. And if you could just help me with ticket sales, you know, I give it where I can actually pay the comedians to come. I was like, once a month, I could give you guys a killer show. And then I could host it. But they haven't gotten back to me. Well, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Because Santa Clarita, there's nothing to do there. Like, sure there's... If they, don't, if they don't say yes, I'm sure there's some place. Probably. I just got to find it. Because, I mean, I could get all of you guys, and then boom. Like, I have a show, and I could pay, which would be well, cool. there's a will, there's a way. Yes, that is my problem. I have too much will. <laughs> John's like, what are you going to do now? I'm like, well, since you asked... <laughs> Let me tell you my next adventure. Yeah, I see do it. I mean, that's, that's how I started off here. I got here and he was doing open mics. And then I started working for that show. And then I started my own mic and uh, just went from there, you know. And then you have the podcast, which is doing really well. Not quite. I feel like we're getting a little, a little bump here. Uh-huh.
But it's fun too. That's a fun show. Super fun. You know what I like about yours that I wish I could do with mine is I love the um, the live chat that you guys have. Oh yeah. That's fun. It is. Because even I like when I get when I catch you guys live because I don't get to catch you guys live a lot. But when I do, I'm like, oh, I want to play. Yeah, yeah, because it's like a game too. Yeah, and it makes you feel like you're a part of it. Yeah. Which I really like. Which is kind of why I like Holtzman's new podcast. <laughs> when you can write stuff, I think that's fun too. But that's just that's a lot of nonsense right there. <laughs> I've watched it yet, but I can't wait. I highly suggest watching it and not listening to the audio because there is a mannequin, I guess it would be, an Asian mannequin dressed in like a sailor's uniform and hanging out of her skirt is like testicles and she's right behind Brian's shoulder the whole time. Huh. And that's all I stared at. We're like 10 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? So, yeah, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. I actually want to borrow her and bring her in because I think she'd be aesthetically pleasing to the massage cast. I'm sure. <laughs> now, did anything, like, happen in the Air Force? Like, any stories? <sighs> anything stick with you? About, I did a speech class. No. I did. Okay. No, I did. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said, did I tell you? I was no. Like, no, you didn't. <laughs> Don't say no. Okay, you did. No, I did. Um, <laughs> I did a speech class, and we had to do a demonstration speech. Okay. I remember I took it to my supervisor, and we were talking about it. I was like, we should do something funny. Yeah. He's like, you should do how to shave a beaver. And I was like, oh, that sounds funny, right? And then, so you have to tell your subject to the teacher okay, beforehand to get it approved. And I was like, she may say no. So I had like a backup. Uh-huh. And she just thought I was so country backwoods. <laughs> um, so when I told her I was going to do How to Shave a Beaver, she thought I was being sincere. <laughs> like how you really shave a beaver once you trap one or whatever. Like, there's more ways to skin a cat. So. Yeah. I was like, fuck. So I was like, I can't believe she said yes. So I went to do it. And of course I made all these puns, you know. Uh-huh. I had this little stuffed beaver and I put it under this girl's chair. I was like, ma'am, do you mind if we use your beaver for this demonstration? And she's like, of course. Because I, you know. Uh-huh. And everybody's just laughing and freaking out. And I'm the first... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's me. Do I need to get it for you? You can stop it. It's my... I have to speed my leader in a little bit. I forgot. Okay. You have a joy fingerprint now on your phone. Sometimes guests on podcasts put their phone in airplane mode. I, I sincerely apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking at it the entire time, though. No, you weren't. Okay, so beaver. 
yeah, yeah, it was just fun. It was a fun speech. I was the first one to go up to. So uh, everybody had to kind of follow that. Uh, and she was, she, she, the teacher was cracking up too. She's like, oh my God, I thought you were really going to talk about <laughs> skinning a beaver. <laughs> it was fun. So that's kind of like my first little, I would say, like performance, comedy wise. <laughs> Although when I was in the sixth grade, I, I, uh, Ran for assistant secretary of the school. Uh huh. And I told my speech, and that was my favorite part of the whole thing. I didn't do anything else for the rest of the year for that shit. <laughs> I did the speech, and it was during the OJ trial. Uh huh. So at the end, I said, "If you if you don't object, you must elect <laughs> Jessica Wellington." <laughs> and you're talking about the rush. I mean, people stood up, dude, and were like, "Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> she did what the oh." And I felt, like, so powerful mm-hmm. and on top of the world. Yep. Mine was funerals. You what? Okay, so <laughs> the first time, because when you're at funerals and they're like, if anybody wants to come up and say something, I remember being like five, no, I was like 10. And I'm like, wait, 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 I get to talk in that thing? And I got up and my dad's like, please fucking sit down, Joey, please sit down. And I went and I made people laugh. And I was all, oh. So every funeral, (laughs) I would always get up and talk. And my dad, every time we'd drive to one, he'd be like, can you just not? (laughs) And then I did my high school graduation speech. And that's when I was like, oh. You had good grades. I I graduated with a 4.16. Is that good? Yeah, but I wasn't a valedictorian. So I just wrote a speech and gave it to the principal and the principal's like, yeah, you can do it. Oh, wow. And then that summer, (laughs) speaking of public speaking classes, there was a very dumb, he was in the Air Force, he was gorgeous, lifeguard at the water park, and he got me and my best friend in every day that summer. But then summer was over, so I stopped calling him. And, um, help me. I know. And then I walked into my public speaking class, and there he was. Awkward. In Fresno State. And he's like, Joy, I've been calling you. And I was like, oh, fuck oh, me. No. And his speeches were so bad, even the teacher would be like, fuck. <sighs> and then flash forward like 10, 12 years. Do you remember that stupid show, Undercover Boss? Yeah. Yeah. I do, yeah. So I was on the couch reading, John was on the computer, and I hear this guy's voice. And I go, John, because he had the remote. He goes, that guy's named Ryan. So he rewinds it back, and sure enough, his name was Ryan. He was one of the workers. No. (laughs) And I thought I got away with it, because John didn't say anything. And I was like, oh, cool. So then, like, five minutes later, he's like, hey. I'm like, oh, fuck. And he's like, how'd you know that guy's name? Wow. And I'm like, you remember the lifeguard? And he's like, that was him. And he has, like, a pot belly, and he's not pretty. And I was it like. It really would have been, you know, like, kind of, like, in your face if he was the boss. Oh, it would have. It would have. But, but he wasn't. He wasn't. So um, <laughs> it was out of my face. 
But he's all, I kept like trying to convince John that he was good looking at some point. I was like, no, he was really hot. He was a lifeguard. Oh, he was so pretty, but he was so dumb. <sighs> but he was Air Force. And isn't it weird, you know, like I was just really good at the speech stuff. Uh-huh. But then you see people that were horrible and you're like, how come you just don't get this? Yes. that was the easy part for me. No, I completely agree. Or they would get like, oh, I really don't want to do this. And I'm like, ah, can I have your time? All right. Like, I would always get nervous, but then I knew how to please the people. Uh-huh. I did this speech competition uh, in 4-H. And I think this was like my second year or something. And I was really, I thought I was going to do really well this, this next one. And I got fucking laryngitis. Ah. Oh. Just... Right when it was time to do the competition. And I still went up and did it with a hoarse voice. And I had to stick with a... They gave me like a honorable mention bullshit. Oh, ouch. See, I was told my graduation speech was really good. But my dad recorded over it with porn. Um, so I've never seen it. Oh, wow. Your dad knew how to record? <laughs> well, he recorded <laughs> He recorded it on the on the big ass like Panasonic video recorder and then he must have popped it in the VCR at some point when Cinemax was on. So he was like pointing the camera at the TV? No, he was pointing the camera at me and then at some point took the v the VHS and put it in oh, our okay. VCR and hit record. So it's like you know, after we graduate, we're going. And then you hear this lady like, I'm coming. And I'm like, <laughs> we were just going. So I've never seen it. Don't you come me, girl. Yeah, don't you come on me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurt. And then somebody is like, well, somebody may have recorded. And I'm like, who's going to record the graduation speech if it's not their kid? Yeah. So, yeah, it's lost forever. That's okay. I've got porn. That's... <laughs> so you got a little bit of you. I did. I did. It's me stepping up there and then like, hi. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm like, fuck. No, couldn't you have came later? Like, <laughs> my speech was only three minutes. Like, damn it. What if your dad totally didn't mean to do that? Oh, he didn't. He thought he was playing his porn or something. And he swears that he didn't. And the VHS, that's, it's disappeared. And he's like, your graduation speech is around here somewhere. I'm like, yeah, it has porn over it. And he's like, no, Joy, I wouldn't do that. I'm like, you did. <laughs> I was wondering why all my uncles kept borrowing it. Like, <laughs> Let me see that speech of your daughter. They must really be proud of me. <laughs> you got that speech Joy did? <laughs> I think it's my turn with the speech. <laughs> yeah, we've had the speech all week, Gary. <laughs> oh, fucking Uncle Gary. Yeah, I had an Uncle Gary. Now, is there anything you want to plug? Um, my podcast, The Liars Club, of course. Please, with Felicia Michaels and myself. and We have two comics come on. They both tell two stories each. One's true, one's a lie. We try to figure out which is which. It's super fun. And like you said, we have people that play along. When we go live, we go live uh, twice a week, typically on the on the Comedy Store YouTube. Twice a week, damn. Yeah, we do most, uh, pretty much every Monday and then most Fridays. Okay. 
Um, we won't be there this Friday, though, unfortunately. We're going to San Diego. Hell yeah. Felicia and I. So if, I don't know if this comes out. This will come out in January. This one? Yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be at the North Carolina Economy Festival in March. But I will do a little video at the end, and we'll, I'll put that on my Instagram now. Oh, thank you. So we can talk about it. Talking about shaving beavers. Hell yeah. <laughs> and what's your Instagram and all that stuff? I'm at Jeff's Wellington 2. All right. How do you feel? I feel lovely. Good. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. It's amazing. All right. I'm going to leave, and then we'll do the short video, and we'll be good. Take your time, though. Are you going to stop recording while I change? Yeah, it's look. You hear that? Stop watching. We're going to watch This is where here. it gets creepy. All right, that was my episode with Jessica Wellington. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, once again, please like, click, subscribe, comment anywhere you listen to this. I would really, really, really appreciate it. And you can also send an email to joyshappyendings at gmail.com. Thank you.